The opinions expressed on the Custody Queen show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Hi, I'm Kristen Holstrom. And I'm Sam McBride, and we are the Custody Queens. We have a new show that we couldn't be more excited about. If you're going through a custody battle, fighting for your parental rights, or going through a horrible divorce, nothing is off limits on our new show. Thought it was love, had kids in between, you can count on us with the custody queens, yeah, you can count on us with the custody queens. Good morning everybody, we are so glad that you are here with us, and Sam and I are totally chilling with you guys on the Saturday morning, and I'm in my sneakers and my jeans, so I know that I'm feeling good. What about you, Sam? I am, and I'm very excited about today's episode. What is it? Tell us. So we're going to talk about pet custody. The title of our episode is Who Let the Dogs Out? And we have a very, very special guest with us today. Kristen literally just got the most sweet and wonderful baby puppy. So we have our one of our CQ mascots. We'll have to get uh, Sam's dog, Pam, to join us one day because then we'll have Coda, our newest mascot, who is a nine-week-old French bully, and she is a little pistol, and she's a little fiery, but she sure is a sweetheart, and so she's joining us today on the show. She woke up for our episode. She's been sleeping all <laughs> She has. She's, she's been sleeping all morning and slept all the way here on my lap, but she is ready to party right now. But it's a perfect uh, third, you know, third party to have with us today for our show (laughs) because today's show is who let the dogs out and it it may seem like a silly topic but you know it actually is getting brought up more and more and we're seeing it quite a bit in family law so it's it's wonderful all right but before we get into the the meat and potatoes as sam calls it for our episode today let's uh let's do some story time first Let's hear our divorce war tale of the fictional horrific divorce. This is Divorce Wars. Once upon a time, there was a woman who believed that she and her husband were very much in love and that they loved their dog just as much as each other. When the dog refused to eat, stopped going to the bathroom and got the dry heaves, they went to the vet in a panic. When the dog went under emergency surgery to remove a bowel obstruction, the vet pulled out a red lacy G-string. The dog was fine, but the marriage was over. The G-string did not belong to the wife. Okay, that's just weird. Um. (laughs) Well, it sounds like maybe... uh... Maybe there's a little infidelity going on. (laughs) Uh, I was not prepared for the G-string being inside the dog. Yeah, me Uh, either. (laughs) You know, and I like to say that I like to say that I don't get shocked very easily because, you know, the years that we've been doing this, I like to say that I've heard it all most time. But I will say to our production team, I was not expecting that red lacy G-string to come out of the surgery of the dog, the dog during surgery. Um, well, and I also was a little perturbed by there was one part where it said that they loved each other or they loved the dog as much as they loved each other. Um, I'm a big dog lover and I love my dogs very, very much, but I think that that's a little interesting. <laughs> All right, well, Sam, a, take it from there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a, that, I, I think Kristen and I have kind of spoken to this before on previous shows, but, you know, it, marriage being over based on infidelity is 
you know, it, it's really unfortunate and it's sad. It doesn't have a legal basis in California, at least when you're filing for divorce, you can file for divorce based on basically you check a box, irreconcilable differences. So it's a it's a sad situation. And I really hope the dog's OK, because that did not sound um, pleasant at all. Yeah, I thought we were going to get a question regarding the astronomical amount of the surgery fee that the parties were going to have to pay. And, you know, that sounds like that Which would, would be a community debt yeah, from what I'm hearing. That's exactly where I was going. It sounds like both parties love the dog. Both parties choose to take the dog to the vet for emergency surgery. It sounds like that would be a community debt that would be subject to an equal division. I couldn't agree with you more, Kristen. So now, Sam, I mean, what happens? Oh, wait, I'll save that for later because obviously they're going to have to have some custody orders over the dog. Probably. And I, I bet you that it's going to be somewhat contentious. But now we have an area of law that will allow us to deal with that. And Kristen and I are going to jump into that next. But before we do, I think we should do a high and low for the week. Okay. All right. I love that. I love that. I always love doing the highs and lows because it, you know, it allows us to have more, all of us that are listening, we have a more intimate relationship with each other. Uh, my high was I just got to take a 10 day vacation with my family to Walt Disney World. It was a vacation that had been postponed more times than I can count. Uh, and you know, it was one of those things where I just said, if I don't plan this and I don't get it on the books, it's never going to happen. And to have 10 days with my husband and all three of my kids, uninterrupted, consecutive, it, I did not realize how much I needed a vacation after this last year for more than four days. It was amazing. We went to Animal Kingdom. We went to um, Disney's Blizzard Beach. We went to Magic Kingdom. We ate too much. We had, you know, lava flows by the pool and my baby started walking. I can't say how much, how amazing it was, but also how much I as a human needed to, you know, just detach from reality for a few days. Yeah, and I can tell you that we very much miss Kristen at work, <laughs> but I'm, I'm very glad that you had that time. It was very well-deserved. Yeah, it, it's hard getting back in the saddle, you know? It, it's when you're living on, a, on adrenaline and just pure, you know, just, just doing things without question. And I feel like that's how we've all been living for the last year plus. It's And, and until you stop that lifestyle for just a minute you don't realize like what your body has been through you're making me want to go on vacation <laughs> <laughs> I did I tell Sam I told Sam I said I girl I got gotcha. you um you know but it was really good for the soul and and for everyone listening wherever you go it doesn't have to be someone you know going on a plane it pick somewhere it doesn't have to be expensive but really take that time to be with your family because it's really important I couldn't agree more. But what about you, Sam? What, what was a high for you, having me gone for 10 days? <laughs> no, no, that was a low. So I guess that would be my low is, um, you know, it's Kristen does quite a bit around the office and, you know, she doesn't always brag about how much she does, but she's definitely missed. So I, I think I, I went right up to the point where I could have had a nervous breakdown, but I, I got through it. So that was great. Um, I, I do have two highs, though, for the week. Um, the first high is that my sister is in town and I haven't seen her since before the pandemic, at least in person. We FaceTime all the time, but she's up in Oregon in Gresham with her husband. So it's the first time she's been able to come down and visit. So that's amazing. And um, 
pretty cool thing. And then my second high, um, maybe a little silly, I know my dad's probably listening, but my dad finally gave in and got a smartphone. Oh, that's awesome. And if you know my dad, my dad has a landline that he screens and he has a flip phone normally before the, the smartphone that he doesn't set up his voicemail on purpose so no one can leave him messages. So if you want to find my dad, you have to like go to Stater Brothers where he works at like 1 p.m. to catch him <laughs> or you don't catch him. So you really have to find Scott McBride. But he gave in and got a cell phone. So now we're texting and he's sending me pictures oh, of his awesome. backyard. So it's great. <laughs> well, and we know that Sam's dad is a big fan of our show. So just want to give a big shout out to Mr. McBride. <laughs> So maybe your marriage didn't go as planned, or maybe you didn't pick the best partner to have a child with. Or could it just be baby mama drama? Well, no matter what the situation is, we can help. We are the Custody Queens, and you can call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. All right, let's get into today's topic, pet custody. So I'm gonna let Kristen take the lead. Okay, so we get a lot of calls, uh, you know, just like kids. People have questions, what happens to the kids when we separate? Where do the kids go to school? Where do the kids reside? Who's the primary custodial parent? And, you know, more often than not, we get the same questions for dogs, pets that were acquired, you know, during a marriage. Yeah, it's, it's a very interesting subject. I mean, dogs in some capacity have always been... Uh, dealt with in the family law court. We don't always see them in judgments or anything like that, but dogs are considered property. They're still considered property under the California code, but there is a new-ish code section that came out. It's 2605 that really details out what the court can now do for pets. So if you are in the middle of a divorce or a legal separation, um, a party can move forward and ask for some temporary orders for custody. Uh, these are going to be a different standard than what we would otherwise apply to for you know a, a children, but the premise is kind of the same. The court makes an analysis regarding you know who could care for the pet. They look at things like food, shelter, veterinary care, um, ensuring that there's no cruelty going on and the court can make orders for sole or joint custody pending a final determination of ownership. Yeah, and so similar to what a judge does when they are going through a best interest analysis, you know, how old are the children, how far apart do the parents live, what parent is more likely to facilitate, you know, communication and visitation with the other parent, is there any alienation? I mean, they similar to all of that analysis or all of those factors that are analyzed, that's the judge has the ability to go through many factors just like that for the dogs. You know, is there a safety concern at one person's house there's a pool and it has no pool gate and there's you know four English bulldogs that if they if they fell in the pool they would die um, and I know this because I have an English bulldog and they don't swim no matter what you do they are very heavy in the chest area and it prevents them from being able to swim at all so those are factors that a judge can look at and does one does one person not have the ability to pay for any veterinary expenses that are needed, even the ones that are normal and usual and have to be done every year, like vaccines. Yeah, Kristen, those are all really good points. And I think it's important to start to understand that, you know, 
pets now are going to be a consideration when you're going through a divorce, even more so with this new legislation. Um, something that I always kind of wonder, and I don't know that I truly know the answer to this, but the family code says pets. It doesn't say dogs or cats. So what is a pet? So is my pet lizard? Can that have a visitation schedule I mean, in the judgment? I would say it is. Um, because I think that the way that the code is actually written say, says that a, a pet is an animal that is a community property that is used as a household pet. So if, is that a tarantula? Is that a lizard? Is it I don't a snake? know. I've never seen anything outside of like a dog or a cat. I saw but, a parrot one time. Yeah, I mean, well, that, and that would make yeah. sense. But I mean, I don't know how intricate a court would actually. Yeah, I, I think that if you have any type of, you know, animal that you consider a pet, as odd as it is, I think that you if make, you bring up the code, the court has the ability to make that an order. To and, make that an order. And it sounds like you'd need to list it in your, your property disclosures as well. Yeah, your PDDs. Uh, and I would also recommend if it, it, if it really is something that's very important to you, I would advise you to talk to an attorney because a lot of newer judges may not know this new legislation is passed or they may not know what is considered a pet or what um, is included in those family code sections. So I would, you may want to do points and authorities on it, you know, have an attorney really dictate and spoon feed the law to the judge. You know, there, there are a lot of people out there that their pets are everything to them. And if you are one of them, then call us. Yeah, I can tell you, um, I don't have to worry about it because Pam is my separate property animal. But <laughs> if I was married to somebody, uh, they would have quite the the struggle trying to get a hold of my pup. So Sam, <laughs> if, you know, my little girl sitting right here, her name is Coda, uh, and that means good fortune and happiness. So that's kind of why we named her. But if, you know, if I had to go through a separation, could if you were the judge, could you grant me a visitation schedule? Yeah, I would absolutely grant you a visitation schedule and I wouldn't be biased at all. I would make sure that it was in the dog's best interest. And I'm <laughs> it's like a two, two, three or week on, week off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> make sure make sure you give me Mother's Day. So how, how's your pup acclimating to home life with your other dog? Uh, she is great. I have another doodle that's about 55, 60 pounds and probably almost as tall as me. And the funny thing is when we got Coda yesterday, she was she came from Arkansas. Um, but my doodle was like... She came from Arkansas? She did. She came from Arkansas. But I'm trying to move to Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, Sam has the Custody Queens uh, selling, selling alligator heads as a side business in Arkansas. But no, it was they played together really well. It was great. It was great. It was really funny to watch because she's three pounds and my other dog's almost 60 and she was like chasing her. Oh, so that's amazing. It's funny. It, it's fun. The kids were obsessed and, you know, it's just who doesn't love puppy breath? Who doesn't love it? It is my favorite smell in the entire world. She's so, so sweet. All right, Sam, let's, I think that's really all we have on the pet stuff. You know, there's really not a whole lot to it, but if you guys want to call with specific questions, we're happy to help and give you a detailed proposed visitation, proposed visitation schedule. Call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. So Kristen, have you read any good books or anything lately? Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> so I had bought this book about a year ago. So everyone knows listening that I'm fascinated with SEAL Team, right? The CBS show now moving to Paramount Plus. They got renewed for another season. <laughs> so 
I bought this book about a year ago, and it was called The Operator by Robert O'Neill. Okay. And he is, uh, he was a tier one SEAL team operator Very for cool. a long period of time, 10 plus years. And he is one of the ones that um, took out Osama bin Laden back in 2011. So I bought this book about a year ago, and I'm not gonna lie, I have not finished a book in probably seven years since I became a mom. Yeah. I have started many. And I've never finished one. Plus working. Yes, you know, I you get, you get into it, you're totally into it, and then you don't, rem- it's in a purse or a beach bag. But I finished this 200 page plus page book. Um, it took me the whole 10 days to finish it. And I am so fascinated with SEAL Team, you know, the real SEAL Team and the discipline and just the mental headspace and how incredibly intelligent that these people are yeah. that are SEAL Team. And I have a whole new respect for what these men, you know, go through to get to that level of such superiority in in, in our Navy. I mean, it is incredible. When you read this book by Robert O'Neill, he talks about his life experiences. He talks about what it was like to go through buds. And just, I have a whole new respect of that 10 years of training to where he got. That's very cool. So Sam, tell us what you have planned for this summer. Well, I have a 10-day vacation plan that you don't know about yet. <laughs> I signed your vacation request. <laughs> yeah, I, I made sure to get that approved when you were gone. No. <laughs> um, actually, we do. We have a CQ trip planned to Las Vegas. We are so excited to hit the road shortly, and I'm really looking forward to it. Spend some time out of the state. Yeah, I am looking forward to a couple days with, you know, no kids. Not that I don't love my kids. I do love a good girls trip and uh, Sam and I are going to tackle all of these really crazy fun experiences in Vegas. I think you're going to see us zip lining and you know trashing some stuff not in a bad way. It's one of those controlled environments that you get to like you know destroy electronics and there's no consequence. Supposed to be incredibly therapeutic. Yeah, (laughs) I'm looking forward to that. We'll see. (laughs) But Sam and I want to take, we want to take the Custody Queen show on the road. We have plans to also go to other areas later this year and just kind of meet new attorneys, meet new uh, experts in in different fields and different areas. Pick everyone's brain and just get down to some new issues. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we got planned. But Sam, do you have any other vacations planned? I told you I have a secret 10-day <laughs> vacation plan that you didn't approve. I, I waited to put in my request until after you were gone. Uh, <laughs> it slipped pro- onto the calendar. She probably did do that. You know. I did. <laughs> I'm going to find Sam skydiving. I'm going to find Sam, you know, shark diving all over. I will say, though, in Walt Disney World, there was an area where I got to snorkel with manta rays, stingrays, <sighs> baby sharks, and fish everywhere. And yeah. I'm not lying. You are just, like, snorkeling and chilling and then this... Like, I don't know, five foot man ray just kind of slides past that your leg. That is amazing. And I thought of you the entire time that I was snorkeling with Did my Jeremy daughter. Did Jeremy do it with you? No. He sat on the beach with uh, the baby Hudson and bro- my young or my middle child Brody. He got in, saw him, and then ran back. And then Riley actually did it with me for a little bit. But once uh, you got to the area of the water where the hole was, you know, the bottom was really deep, that was when she kind of freaked out. Yeah. It's one thing when you can see him, you know, two feet below the water. 
But if anyone goes to Orlando, I highly recommend Discovery Cove. It is awesome for the kiddos. Uh, my daughter and I got to swim with dolphins. They have a freshwater oasis that you get to swim around. You can have some cocktails, not too many, but you know, in the water, the water's heated and it's just really, really cool. My husband and my daughter got to uh, be trainers for the day. So they got to feed sloths and uh, learn how to wow. train the dolphins. And my daughter had a picture with about six birds that had landed on her. Are sloths as slow as people say they are? You know, I don't have the personal experience with the sloth, but my husband was obsessed with the sloth. They're big, much bigger than I thought they were. They're yeah. actually a good size. Yeah. So We know divorce can be difficult and scary when it comes to the custody of your children. I'm Kristen Holstrop. And I'm Sam McBride. And we are the Custody Queens. We are family law attorneys here in Southern California and are committed to compassionate and aggressive representation. With custom case strategies, we can achieve the best outcome for your case. So call us and tell us how the Custody Queens can help you. Call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. So what about you, Kristen? Do you have any vacations coming up? Um, do I do I say this on the air with Sam next to me? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I love trips. I I my sister's getting married very soon, so we are going to Cabo for that. Um, and then, you know, I I kind of just pull trips out when I need them. But yeah, I, I try not to do too many at one time because then I don't want to have Sam have a nervous breakdown on me. So I try to <laughs> I spread them out that. like, you know, every three or four <laughs> months. But my kids school start school like August 10th. So you got to I got to squeeze some stuff in there. Yeah, that's that's very true. All right. So Kristen, I want to hear more about this vacation. I want to live through you. Okay, so this vacation actually took months to plan because now with all of the reservation systems, you know, with with COVID and, and just I, I respect all of them. I love all the limitations and restrictions because I know it's for all of our safety, but it it was time consuming planning it. So if anyone has questions about how it works and how far in advance you need, if you don't want to spend hours on Disney blog, shoot me an email and I'll let you know. I can tell you that I made reservations about two months in advance and I wanted to add another day to Animal Kingdom because we did get one day at Animal Kingdom, one day at Magic Kingdom, and I really wanted a second day at Animal Kingdom, uh, but I waited too long to book it and of course it wasn't available well if you go back and you check it like right before you leave or while you're there a lot of people cancel at the last minute because, pro tip yeah pro tip pro tip so i was able to grab that reservation like the day before i left and i realized that even res uh, restaurant reservations that i couldn't get because restaurants either at disney springs which is their version of downtown disney and at disneyland were almost impossible to get did you eat at any good places that you'd like to share well we so we actually went to disney springs which is huge okay like the whole it's a process you got to park there's security temperature check bag check like it's a process but we actually um went to the, the restaurant uh t-rex which is really 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 cool it's it has, called t-rex yes and so it's similar is there to good steaks well, I didn't get steak. I had a salad. But it's it's very similar to um, Rainforest Cafe kind of vibe. Ooh. But it's got this giant, interactive, huge Tyrannosaurus Rex. Tyrannosaurus Rex in the middle of it. And so the kids were just fascinated and just, you know, basically stared at the dinosaur. And I was like, this is great entertainment. And we also went to Splitsville, which is a really cool restaurant at Disney Springs where you can bowl at the same place that you eat dinner. Oh, wow. It is. It was cool. We went for Mother's Day, um, you know, did that with the kids. And uh, oh, we also went to. Wait, who's the best bowler in your family? 
Well, I'm really good when I don't try, but when I try, I'm not very good. That so, makes sense. So, you know, and then my six-year-old was crying because she wasn't winning and said she only likes bowling when she can't see the scores, you know, and then, <laughs> <laughs> you yes. know, and I'm, and I'm trying to have that parent teaching moment saying that, you know, everything is not a competition. Sometimes we do things for fun. And then I'm like, you know, looking at myself going, well, Kristen, you're competitive in almost everything you do. But it's one of those moments where you look at a little version so of yourself. So who's the best in your family? Uh, Jeremy is probably <laughs> the best bowler. <laughs> I just grab a different ball every time I bowl, you know. it's it, I do too. Yeah, it's a 13-pound ball. It's a 9-pound ball. It's a wide ball. It, you I know. have good days and bad days. But, I mean, the people that – can you do, like, the spinny thing? No. Me either. Yeah. I can spin it right into the gutter. That's yeah. No, I'm not a very good bowler. But and then the other water park we went to was Disney's Blizzard Beach, which I highly recommend. That was probably hands down, other than the Discovery Cove, one of my favorite days. And didn't you get stuck in the rain? Oh my gosh. I sent Sam a video. My family was hiding under literally a shelter. It was thunder and lightning and not just a 20 minute Orlando drop on you and then it goes back to sun. You know, it was I had the double stroller, the other stroller, the you know, I I packed my whole life everywhere I go so I grabbed the kids we ran under the shelter and I sent Sam a video of it was like you know sideways pouring down rain so we waited out the first one. Is it like one. warm rain? No this was actually cold you know, rain okay. It, this one was not like the rest of the tropical storms. I just imagine it like in the movies you know. You yeah, got no, caught in the rain. No, but I will tell you a, a funny story. At the pool we were staying at, another attorney from my office got, you guys know him, Jeremy. Uh, he got to go with his wife and uh, his son, Jace. They got to go with us. But we're all swimming in the pool, and it was great because this is um, part of the Bonvoy experience that I always talk about. Um, they have villas, and we're all swimming in the pool, and there's probably about 100 people at the pool, right? And uh, it's a very large pool for everybody asking. And all of a sudden, I hear that there was something in the pool that probably shouldn't be there. Bunch of little kids, you know, uh, process it. of elimination. Um, a child had gone to the bathroom in the pool, okay? So all these other moms are running out and I simply grab a leftover cup that was next to the pool with someone's drink and I scoop it out. And Good I throw you, it mom. out. Yeah, you know, that's just, and I, I was kind of funny because every, a couple, dads were looking at me like you know but that's just what you do as a parent right yeah, you take care of the, rest of the kids so it ended up being that the whole pool had to be cleaned with a lot of chlorine and uh and you know they came and they came and said are you the one that, that did that and i said yeah and they said well great thanks but now we need everybody out to clean the pool for the next now we need you hours. to go quarantine and so of course you know all the parents are like which child was it who's not wearing swimmers <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I have a lot of information about the Disney trip. So if anyone is thinking about it, doing, uh, do it. They actually lifted the mask requirement the day after I got home. Um, and I will say with little kids, the mask was really difficult with the little kids. Wearing yeah. it in the heat and having small children who don't keep it on their nose. I will say that that was probably sure. the most challenging yeah. thing for me. And then literally we land the next day and CNN announced that Disney World had lifted the mask requirement inside. So, um, but if anyone has any questions and they want to know where to eat, how to eat, what to do, please give us a call. Sam and I will get back to you. But Sam, where, I mean, all this talk about vacation, where do you want to go? On vacation? Well, I, I want to go to Philadelphia. Uh, Why there? My really good friend Alex is going to be starting school to be 
a, a, a she's a ICU nurse now and she's going into like an anesthesiology program. Oh, very cool. So she's moving actually out there. So I'd like to go out there and visit. That's probably the next place I'll venture out to. I'd like to also go to Oregon and see my sister. I haven't got to see her house yet. Um, but no big plans out of the country or anything like that, at least right now. Yeah, it, I, we're on the same boat. It was nice to get out of the state, but I think next year will be the year that well, maybe we'll have to take Custy Queens to like, you know, Greece. That has a nice. I'm not going to say it, no. Right? <laughs> you know, I've never been to Greece. That's kind of one of my top five bucket lists. So maybe we'll have to uh, start planning that production team start where are we going to stay what are we going to do <laughs> that but, would be great <laughs> <laughs> yeah and just remember people that life is short take the vacation if you're wondering where to go i have lots of ideas water slides with kids i know every height requirement i know where you can take drinks in and they don't check um That's i know great. all of those pro tips so you can call us or you can email my email is kristen at custodyqueens.com sam is uh, my email is sam at custodyqueens.com. And thanks for joining us again on this Saturday. You know, we talk about whether we need more time, but I love that we have a, such a perfect amount of time to fill you guys in on our lives, answer your questions, and talk about new stuff. It's so much fun. We hope you guys enjoyed our show, and we hope that you keep tuning in every Saturday at 830 on Go Country 105. And make sure you follow us on Custody Queen's Instagram and keep up with any of the giveaways that we're doing and catch us in Vegas. And again, if you have any questions, it's 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. And remember, remember let, let love rule. Thought it was love, had kids in between. You can count on us with a custody. The opinions expressed on the Custody Queen Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal, professional, legal advice. The persons discussed are fictional and not based on actual clients.